喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵Meow mix. It smells like dog food, and then I'm like, whoa. <laughs> that's, that's, that's dumb. That is stupid. <laughs> that is one of the dumbest things I could meow, have ever meow, thought. Meow, meow. Um, I think that also got on recording. Mm-hmm. Perfect. The meow, 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 meow. And me saying that cat food smells like dog food. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So hi. Hello. Hello. What do? What do? What do? What do right now? What do yesterday? Existentially. <laughs> Tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. All of this. Okay. Um, yesterday, I watched a lot of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I started rewatching it today. Isn't it just the best? You know, one episode in and it was so good. We should really analyze whether all of like the the... The vegan things in Buffy the Vampire Slayer because they've got like werewolves and witches and stuff. And they hunt. Oh, there's that one episode where like they turn into the the werewolves. They're like the or the hyenas. Oh, the hyenas. The hyenas. Yeah, that's an interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. So this is not a Buffy podcast though. <laughs> if you want that, you should be. you should go listen to. Buffering, buffering the, the vampire, vampire slayer. slayer. I laugh every time I start an episode of Buffy because I watch it on Hulu, and every episode starts with buffering, and I'm like, huh, that's why they called their podcast that. <laughs> I saw Cordelia today. You know, I got to tell you, I, I know, know that you have your qualms with Cordelia that you're not like a huge fan, um, and I'm not a huge fan of like her character, but she's so goddamn attractive. I cannot. It's distracting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Although I'm an she's Allison Hannigan fan. So, oh, really? I think she, she's so cute. She's so cute. You would be. Um, <laughs> I'm on season three right now, and Cordelia is just so pretty. She is very pretty. She's so pretty. But I am, first and foremost, as far as which female on Buffy mm-hmm. I would go for, the answer is Faith. Anywho, um, that's Kat. That's me, and you're Danny. Sorry. I am. I was <laughs> I like, I thought you were just gonna do the whole thing. Oh yeah, um, because I'm the boss lady now. I figure I can say that because I'm like, I'm the boss lady now because I'm getting married. Congratulations, <laughs> Andy's face. <laughs> you just, you just killed my fiance. We're going to have a podcast wedding. Oh, my God. We should podcast. We should podcast. You guys, you can work at your wedding, right? I feel like I work every day of my life. We could combine the drunk episode with the wedding episode. That's a great idea. (laughs) Or we could podcast the next day. The hangover episode. The hangover episode. Yeah. That would, it'll be fun to podcast before or after or like sometime around your wedding because we can do like a vegan wedding episode and you can talk about Mm -hmm. planning and executing a vegan wedding i'm very excited about that yeah planning a wedding's a lot of fun i'm like nine days in ten days in i don't know 
you're the most efficient bride I think I've ever met. <laughs> it's like really, it's like a little excessive, yes. <laughs> but also like good for you, you know, like get that shit done. If I front load it now, then next year I can worry about little details yeah, that's or just right. have fun. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I believe the word Amy Jones said was overachiever. Uh, you know, I think that that's fine, though, because a lot of people do like two year engagements. And so you're doing like year and a half ish engagement. Mm-hmm. So I think that you're on, on a good track and you just happen to know like where you wanted to get married and lock that shit down. That's right. I think that's great. Yay. And like I said, I really appreciate efficiency. Yeah. Because I'm like, I can put it in my schedule. Mm hmm. I know where I have to be yep. on, on a certain day yep. in October of 2019. Yep. I'm ready to go. See? Let's do I it. wish all of my life was planned out like that, to I know, be honest. That's what I'm saying to you. I won't make plans the days leading up to or the days after because they're all about you. Yeah. Not that every day is not all about you. That's right. <laughs> but that's you right. know. Yeah. You know. So what else do you want to talk about other than me? I mean, we could talk about me four days. <laughs> um do you have any um do you have any news do you have any i mean like not i mean do you have any like not wedding news yeah, i feel like, like literally um, all i do is wedding stuff now like abc worldwide news like like do you have any you like like broadcasting <laughs> well my engagement hasn't been broadcasted yet but that's probably going to be your job to figure out how to do that how to put you on um yeah. the news, news? Mm-hmm. get cbs involved yeah okay you want that? Sure. Oh, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put you in the Times Union. I'm gonna do a wedding announcement. Oh my god, oh I'm my going god. to <laughs> That's a great idea. You can use the picture of me and Andy from Rocky Horror that we I'm have. going to. That's it's great. gonna be really great. Um yeah, I do. I have well, okay, actually. So one of the things that I was stressing out about was wedding hashtags. Right? Oh. Because everyone hashtags and uh-huh. we figured it out. Um, I'm not going to say it yet, though, but uh, that's kind of what led me to remember that the Have you told me? You told me, didn't you? Yes. Okay. I was like, wait, did you change it? But oh, no. no. Okay. No. Um, Hashtag pitbull drop off. Oh, how could I forget about this? How did I forget about this? Yep. That is so in terms of hashtag. thing I have ever seen. (laughs) Yeah. Or at least, like, in a long fucking time. Yep. Yep. It is, um... It's, like, it is so horrible that I have a hard time believing that it's real. But it is real. It's so terrible. Yep. Yeah. The trend encourages people to find pit bulls or get them from online classifieds with the intent of dropping them off at a shelter. It's being called hashtag pit bull drop off. From there, the hope is that the dogs will be euthanized. And I think it originated too. Didn't someone on Craigslist also say like I'm doing this like intentionally? And you can't stop and me. And you can't stop me yes. because I'm intentionally getting pit bulls. Yeah. So that they will be killed because yeah. pit bulls are mean. We have to save mean. our children. We have to save our children. Shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It's all over social media. I've seen a bunch of people post it on Facebook. Um, some of the tweets include messages like "Been clearing out Craigslist in my area. It's rightfully illegal to own." Pitbulls in Ontario, so when I drop them off at the pound, they'll take care of the rest. Hashtag Pitbull drop off. After a nice long sleep in this morning, it's time to go out and pick up some more Pitbulls to take to the pound. It's so terrible. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is post a photo of a Pitbull you say you picked up and dropped off at a kill shelter under hashtag Pitbull drop off. Rinse and repeat for a maximum pit mommy hysteria. 
Yes. It makes me sick to my stomach. Yep. She encourages anyone to sell their pit bull, to drop it off at a shelter. Most in Utah are, are no shil- no kill shelters. Um, you know, interview owners have to be like super, super intense now. Yeah. Garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Andy doesn't speak, but he said fun game, switch pit bulls with any other, like with any race. It's it's so terrible. I've never heard of anything like that. Because it's awful. Because it's awful. It's, and that, I don't, you can't stop me. That's like a serial killer. That's literally like, yeah. I'm sorry, Andy, what? <laughs> He's a, he, I heard him whisper. Yeah, I can hear like. Yeah. What did he say? I don't know. I still don't know. He's going to type it though. <laughs> um. But, like, that's crazy. Like, that's literally, like, yeah, or a Nazi. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's like, so I'm, I'm taking, you know, illegal people who come over the border and dropping right. them back over the border, whatever. You can't yeah. stop me. Like, that's insane. Yes. Yes. And, I mean, also goes to prove, folks, don't use Craigslist to get rid of your animals. Uh, I mean, honestly, that's, <laughs> like... I mean, um, I don't. And it's funny because some of those people I think on Craigslist would say they don't want to bring their animals to a shelter because they're worried they're going to get killed. So they want to try to find them a good home. And I think that's that's intentional. I know that that's intentional. It's why that person is exploiting Craigslist because they know right. that someone will. If you're like, you know, if it was you and you walked up to someone, you were like, I'm going to take your pit bull now. I'm going to give them a good home. Most people on Craigslist don't have any way of they don't filter through that. They don't interview you. All they do is say, okay, here's my pit bull. And then you turn around and you drop them off at a shelter. So it's sick. Um, so I Googled pit bull drop off because I was trying to find like anything else I could find. Mm-hmm. And there's. Are you guys okay? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I am not okay. <laughs> We're going to need to probably cut that Get right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um so i found this article i'm gonna send it to both of you right now but it's from the daily dot i don't know i don't know what that how like what that site is how legit that is but it says the hashtag uh, the hashtag hashtag pitbull drop off has been circulating the last couple of days which claims that people are euthanizing their pitbulls in the interest of public safety or finding them on craigslist and taking them to kill shelters it is yet another hoax from 4chan a may 13th post on 4chan's racist homophobic and misogynist message board set out the perimeters for this latest outrage campaign while naive pit mommies and various lower other low IQ individuals seem to be the target here, the thread is filled with racial and homophobic slurs and ignorant ideas about pit bull ownership. A comment on the original post, which urges posters to escalate the hysteria, says, I love it. I would have likened it to. Oh, I'm not going to say that out loud. Um, that's terrible. Um, so I don't know. Is this is it real? Is it a, is it like people are just trying to get people wild? Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> well, <laughs> what's um, the other source that we have? Yeah, real or not to well, start, it becomes thing. real. Yeah, that's the thing is that I I feel like even if the original post wasn't real, people could see that and be like, oh, shit, what a great idea and start doing it. You know? Interesting. So I don't know. But either way, it's fucking disgusting. And it like really upset me. 
Because I, I don't, and there's so many um, shares and so many different things that are attached to that now. Like there was one that a girl showed like a picture of a pit bull and puppies and was like, just pick these guys up, dropping them off or something like that. So is that real? Like did somebody really pick up those dogs? Is it just like somebody, a picture of somebody else's dogs? You know, now I don't know. But either way, it's so. And honestly, you could see people. The other thing is you can see people doing it. Yeah. That's, I think, a huge factor that too. Yeah, for sure. You can can see the capacity of people to be like, yeah, this is for the public safety. Pipples are awful. Let's let's take them and get rid of them for the, the greater good. Save our children. Yeah, exactly. Because people, that's like one topic that people really get fucking fired up over. Yeah. Um, let's see. I have one other thing that I was, I didn't know about. I was just reading about earlier. Um, is a new documentary. Oh, a vegan documentary that highlights human trafficking. What is this? in the egg industry? Oh, tell I'm me more. Super trafficked in America. It's a 60-minute documentary produced with the aid of the investigative reporting program at UC Berkeley. Oh. And explores the individual stories of undocumented immigrants who are effectively forced into slave labor on an egg industry factory farm. Wow. So what I liked about that, and I just the idea of it is that we talk about that. I know when I used to do tours, and I'm sure you do now, mm-hmm. you talk about how it's not just exploiting animals, but factory farming is constantly exploiting human beings too. Absolutely. And like, especially for those of us, well, uh, us in the greater, you know, humanity, <laughs> it, quote humanity, they say, well, vegans don't care about people, they only care about animals. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also about caring about people. Right. Yeah. Caring about a lot of things. Um, and this is a specific case. So, and this is on Live Kindly. We'll hook you up with a link. Um, the case came to light in 2015 when federal authorities discovered 10 undocumented immigrants from Guatemala, eight of whom were said to be teenagers as young as 14, residing in unsuitable living conditions at Trillium Farms in Ohio, one of the largest egg farms in the state. According to PBS, a ring of smugglers promised the teenagers an education as well as $15,000 to help pay for debt. Some of the teens' families traded the deeds to their home. Shit. Um, so once they crossed the border, they were detained by Border c- Patrol and then taken into custody, custody by the Department of Health and Human Services as minors. In order to secure free labor, the smuggler worked with a network of accomplices who posed as sponsors for the teens. From there, they were sent to live in trailers without heat beds or working toilets and forced to work 12-hour days performing manual labor for the egg producers. Um, traffickers traffickers ensured that the boys did not run away by threatening to shoot their family members. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, there's – I want to see that. Oh, it is available to watch for free online, so maybe we can – Oh, let's do that. Watch that. Okay, let's, like, just stop recording and go do that. Because it sounds really good. <laughs> Andy says no. <laughs> okay, bye. But that sounds really <laughs> – Andy set it up. Good. That does sound good. And I think it explores the other side. Like, that's sick. Yeah. And, you know, there's a whole other rabbit hole that we can go down yeah, about absolutely. how, like, some – like, look at these kids who – who are coming to work because they're like, I want an education. Yeah. Yeah. Really sad. Yep. And it, it's just, it's easy. And think of that's one case. Yeah. Yeah. One case of, you know, like what is like a little tiny rice in a big old, big old bucket of rice, you know, <laughs> these children. I'm a vegan. I only talk about rice. A big old I don't know. bucket of rice. I don't know. Bag of rice. A- hovel of rice. <laughs> Room full of rice. 
a vat of rice. Vat of vat, yeah. Tankard. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, sounds good. Maybe this is a grammar podcast. None of this is making sense. (laughs) Okay, bye. Anyways, but yeah, I think we should watch that. And it's, I just was like, whoa. A vegan documentary. I like that it says vegan documentary highlights human trafficking. Yeah. Instead of just being about the animals. You hear that all the time. Like, how come vegans don't care about people and what, whatever. I mean, we do. Yeah. But we care about animals because they can't speak for themselves. But that's a whole other thing. It's a whole other thing. Whole other thing. Okay. What do you have? So I just got like so much closer to the mic. I know you're very a lot louder in my head now. Um, so I am really excited to talk about um the ever always inspiring, always amazing Kat Von D being pregnant. Oh, I want to talk about this because I don't know how closely you follow her. <laughs> You're going to say how close you are to her. I'm like, I, not very. <laughs> Kat to and be I, honest. my namesake and I are like best friends. No, I wish. Oh my God. I hope maybe someday she'll listen to this podcast. But anyway, so um, Kat Von D's pregnant and she announced on Instagram with an adorable photo of her and her husband that she's pregnant and having a little boy. And she, people are horrible. People are, as you know, <laughs> not dirt nice. Yeah. And she got so many like congratulatory comments and this, that, and the other thing. But she actually got a lot of people who commented being like, you're completely negating your stance as a vegan by having children. Breeding is not vegan. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Ooh. I'm not kidding. I, I'm not. No, I'll read it to you. Hold on. (laughs) Don't worry. I took screenshots so I can make sure to have it. So I won't like I won't like name handles or anything. But somebody said you should. I'm just saying. (laughs) But also you're putting it on the Internet. So if you're going to be a troll on the Internet, be prepared. We're coming for you. Um, honestly, so somebody said, um, when you think you're being helpful by being vegan, but still screw the planet up by adding more population and pollution. Um, somebody said, this is so disgusting. The world is already overflown with people. I hate breeders. That same person followed up with nobody needs to breed. It's sick and unhealthy for the planet. Because obviously, like, people start commenting back to these people, right? And it becomes a whole thing. Um, to me, she's just a pretend vegan who used to be pro-child free. Um, 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 putting more people on this world is not vegan. Of course, I'm not a breeder. I'm offended you would even think I would consider it. Ever heard of adopting? There will not be a world if we don't stop breeding. I'm not angry nor bitter, but I do know my facts. Love has nothing to do with it. If you pretend to be vegan and are against breeding, then suddenly you decide to breed. You are a joke. Not vegan. Not good for the planet. I've been with my man for 23 years. Can you say the same? That part's stupid. Uh, I mean, it's all stupid, but um, because humans, this is a different person, because humans have already depleted this poor planet past what her natural resources can provide and just keep taking. Humans are single-handedly the only organism on the face of the planet who take without giving, who add nothing to the natural symbiotic cycle of life on Earth. They take without giving. They reap without sowing. They destroy without making anew. I mean, this person's not wrong, but (laughs) why she ends it by saying, um, why would you or I add another human parasite to this already decrepit situation? Hashtag adopt, don't shop. 
Yeah, your face is correct. The d- mm-hmm. um, so then this person, uh, this is a, also a different person. Congrats on undoing. Hashtag human drop off. <laughs> These people, as in they should drop off into a tankard of rice. Because <laughs> they're pissing me off. Um, so this person. <laughs> Congrats on undoing your veganism almost tenfold. Having one child increases your carbon footprint by eight times, along with increasing animal suffering. Um, So what I would like to know is, do these people just like so? But even if you adopted a child, then nothing like do they want humanity to die out? Because literally what let me like what I'm getting from this is adopt don't shop i didn't even know you could go shop for humans i mean that's pretty cool well no bag babies someday we can shop for humans but right now i don't think that's actually what happens um but they just want humanity to die out because like if so like andy was adopted so his parents did the responsible thing and adopted a little baby andy Mm -hmm. but now andy and i can't have children because you'll pretty much end the planet if you do right um but so we would just adopt another child but in theory they just want all people to stop so eventually humanity would die it would take a very long time but right. they just want yeah so i'm not i got more i got more for you <laughs> um so that person the person um that i was just reading kat von d responded to It's the only one I saw that she actually responded to. And she said, I haven't undone my veganism in any way. If anything, I am excited about promoting a vegan pregnancy and raising an animal rights activist. Right. That's right. I don't think you realize when you talk to people like that, you actually can do more harm in changing people's minds toward veganism than you do in actually helping. And yes, you are entitled to your opinion. You are also more than welcome to unfollow me, too. But how about keeping your negativity off the comments on my personal Mm -hmm. Instagram account? That's what she wrote. Um, that's so right. And also, I, that's one of the reasons I want to have children. I know that's why you'd want to have yeah, children. Yeah, that's that, absolutely. To bring better humans into this world. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I went ahead and Googled um, veganism and like whether or not having kids is deemed vegan. Um, and there are... <laughs> I know. That's such a I know. stupid question. I, I know it is. I completely <laughs> concur. Um, but it is a legitimate train of thought that a lot of vegans apparently have that having kids is, is vegan. not why vegan. Though? Like why? Because you're adding pop like you're adding more people who will cause more suffering, who will But what if they are another vegan? I'm confused. Girl, listen. I'm so I'm not confused. the one. <laughs> I need you to tell I need you to give me answers. I'm not the one who thinks this. I think it's part of like, you know how we talked about we've talked about before the whole abolitionist vegan mindset, which is like crazy. Yes, but also like the whole you, you 100% you can't cause any harm or whatever the whole thought process is. I don't really understand, but um I think it's like part of that. So these people don't ever squish a fly. Mm-hmm. All the spiders stay where they are. They don't eat honey. They're not procreating. Like, are they living off their own land? Like, that's what I don't understand is these people who have these insane ideas there's no, it, you know, good for them if somehow they are, if they are truly growing all of their own crops and all of this stuff. But they're, I, 
I guarantee they're not. Right. I mean, you're on the internet. That in itself, you know. Yeah, it's very, um, I mean, I don't know. I And I, it's actually not the first time I've what seen that train of thought. I, I feel like it's, yeah, I feel like it's really kind of aggressive. But one thing um, that I did see come up that I thought was <laughs> a really good point and really interesting is somebody, um, uh, there's uh, there's uh, this abolitionist approach to animal rights on Facebook that I'm looking at. And somebody made the point that, if you, you know, the argument is if you have kids, that's more demand, right? Or that's more, you know, your overpopulation is already sure. an issue. Another human is more demand for food. Even if you are a vegan, it's still more demand for crops and this and that and the other thing, which that whole rabbit hole, right? But somebody made the argument that like me and my vegan child might still consume less than this one very affluent person who mm-hmm. is over consuming all by themselves. Mm-hmm. So you can't really argue that having kids or not having kids rather would prevent that because there are people who are over consuming all by themselves, you mm-hmm. know? But anyway, my original point was just that people are being dicks to Kat Von D <laughs> and it's very upsetting. Would you like a, levity moment do you know i was gonna also type in is having kids vegan just because i want to see what else would come up on google and you know we start typing something into the search bar in google and it just comes up with the craziest stuff (laughs) so here's what i have i typed in is having and here's what google is trying to suggest to me is having twins genetic is having a fake id a felony is having sex wait 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 (laughs) start over (laughs) wait is having twins genetic Uh uh-huh is having a fake id a felony is having sex good for you? <laughs> you just typed in is having. Is having. I don't know what this means. Maybe I'll add, is having tor illegal? T-O-R? Uh, okay. And then the final one is having an overbite bad. <laughs> <laughs> so. This is what Google would like me to type in. And those are the most frequently searched. Things. I guess. I'm going to go with the overbite one. <laughs> Oh, you can give yourself an overbite by poor chewing habits? I have an overbite. Do you? Yeah. I think, like, most humans do. I was going to say, I <laughs> yeah. like, don't, doesn't everyone, like... Mine was corrected through braces, but it has come back. Could you imagine if you had an underbite? I mean, I was never, like, you know, edge to edge, but my overbite was improved, and now it's gone. What are you doing? What if I always look like this? It'd be very uncomfortable, I think. Yeah. Feels uncomfortable, to be honest. But isn't that like the craziest shit you've ever heard? Can you imagine? I was going to say having an overbite? Not really. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, having an overbite is pretty insane. But what's more insane is that people would like condemn somebody for being vegan and having children. Danielle. Is focus. having kids worth it? <laughs> oh, is that what came up? <laughs> <sighs> This is nuts. Yeah. I. Wow. Wow. It's that it's the whole like extreme mindset, though, you know, that tends to occasionally go hand in hand with a lot of vegan ways of life, I suppose. We I feel like we talk about that a lot. The extreme like, off the air. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is we're always like, that's insane and what kind of example are you setting for people i'm like 
You are the reason that people think vegans are crazy. Yes. Can you imagine? <sighs> it's it's a it's one thing. I feel like people look at you like you're a little nuts if you say, "Yeah, if I have kids, I'll raise them vegan," or that I'm I would like to have mm-hmm. a vegan pregnancy or what have you. You get a whole set of looks for that. But can you imagine if you said to somebody, "No, actually, I'm not having kids because I'm vegan." <laughs> And you can't do that if you're vegan. You can't have cheese and you can't have kids. <laughs> I'm, um, I think I'm going to go to Lauren the next time I see her and tell her that she's not a vegan anymore because she had a child. I know quite a few people who can no longer call themselves vegan because they have children. No more. I'm going to confiscate every single one of their cards. I thought you were going to say children. <laughs> no, they can keep their children, but I'm going to take their cards away. Wow. The vegan police are coming to town. Wow. Hide your kids. There's there's also an article here. Vegan mothers more likely to have poor performing kids. Oh, tell me more about that. What the? What is this? Hashtag vegan kid drop off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Because vitamin B12 is found in meat, dairy, and eggs, meaning vegans are often deficient. Oh, because of their vegan children, yeah. Oh, well, vegan mothers are preventing their infants from getting enough of a vital vitamin in the womb. Is that vitamin B12? Mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead. The children also struggle to complete puzzles. (laughs) No, not the puzzles. (laughs) I'm really good at puzzles. I love puzzles. I love puzzles. Well, our children won't. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't vegan in the womb. Oh, well, see, that's why you can that's puzzle. That's why I'm good at puzzles, <laughs> I guess. Oh, well, these scientists collected blood samples from 500 infants in Bhaktapur, Nepal. Thank God. Wow. Mm. Mm. It's, yeah, it's just one of those. It's at the dailymail.co.uk, a health article. Ay, ay, ay. Anyways. So, like, more about this. <laughs> More about this activism. That's crazy. If you want to call it that. Yeah. I think that's what the people who are like, I mean, there's different levels. I I don't know. I'd love now to act to ask some of these people that we know as like the very like regimented, somewhat crazy vegans. I would love to know if they consider having children. Vegan I, or non-vegan. I would I I would, too, because I. I would not be surprised if people said that they that they agreed that they don't think having kids is vegan or that they never thought about it. Andy thinks we should ask the listening audience. And that's a great point. We should. We've started to get some people who actually send us messages few and far between, but it's happening. But those people so are maybe, very special to us. I know that's true. So maybe people can tell us their opinions on this because I th- it's quite a hot button issue, I feel. And I know I know a few people who listen to this podcast who have kids and probably have some feelings on the subject. Sean has kids. You know what I mean? Hey, Sean. So, like, tell us your thoughts. And if you've ever heard this before. You're not a vegan anymore. Don't say that to him. He's kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me. I'm just the conduit. That's right. For, like, You're the right. Vegan. That's right. Jesus. <laughs> That's something. right. Yeah, I'd be curious people's opinions on it and if they've ever heard that or gotten into a conversation. First time I've ever heard this. I, I've actually heard it before. Not in like quite such an aggressive way. Like I couldn't believe all the comments on Kat Von D's post in like it's just so excessive. 
But I have heard that sort of extreme viewpoint before, whether or not. And you know what's crazy? Um, I don't know why this bothers me so much, but the term breeding. Well. Calling humans <sighs> breeders. Doesn't it make it sound almost like sci-fi-esque? Yes. Like, like it changes. Bag babies. Yes. It's like in a bag baby world. Yes. That we're breeders. Yes. Or uh, Handmaid's Tale. Yes. That's exactly right. It makes it very, I don't know. That's. Otherworldling or something. So these people probably, they can't have pets. Oh, well, there's so many vegans who don't believe in having pets. Yeah. So many. Who don't be- who don't think having because it's slavery domesticated animals in your home is vegan? I mean, to be fair, I I do force my cats to cuddle. I don't give them a choice. Sometimes. <laughs> I'm proud of that, but they thank you for it. They like the snuggles. Yeah, yeah. For a minute at least, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, I feed them. Yeah. So yeah, but anyway, God, okay. What else along this, since, since we talk about it all the time with the crazy, or what we consider crazy, some people don't. Yeah, and that's the thing, is I feel like, you and know, fine. the whole the whole matter of it is that I think people, or at least I'm prone to believe that people have the best of intentions in in doing this, right? Like, they think their their actions are for the greater good they're moving towards a good cause they're doing these things because they're trying to save the world or what have you right i just i don't know i just we like you said we talk about it all the time we i just see so many things that i'm like is that helpful or is that detrimental we and the thing is we used to be a lot crazier yeah i mean i don't think that we were ever Oh, to no. a certain to some of these levels. Oh God, no, for sure. But no. I definitely was a little bit more militant. Mm-hmm. I have greatly softened mm-hmm. and become what I think is a little bit more attainable and mm-hmm. realistic. Because I think what you can run into, like we kind of talked about in our compassion fatigue episode, is that if you have this expectation of what vegan is and should look like and you can't do all of these things, if you ever find yourself in a situation, where you maybe do or you can't avoid something, then you're going to come down on yourself for not being a good enough vegan. And that's just absurd, mm-hmm. you know, because we are all trying to work towards the same thing. And I, I just don't I, I don't know. I just think that some things are a little out there and maybe, you know, it's it's certain people's place to do those things because you and I aren't going to do them. Right. Right. So but like. So, for instance, the recent um, the recent incident that I read about, which was put out on the Internet, as I kind of told you about, Mm -hmm. um, of people, I guess, and I know they consider themselves activists, um, removing chickens from a situation that they were in. So at at a local festival. There was a small petting zoo, pony rides, all the like. And there was a mother hen and some chickens in a battery cage. And this person and I think a friend or two, I'm not sure the amount, you know, threw a sheet over the cage and walked away. And got to like the edge of where the festival was being held. And then someone stopped them. And then eventually, you know, the guy came around and was like, if you just give me back, 
you know, the chickens, I won't prosecute or anything. And this person was so upset um, because they were trying to be activists and this and that. And I'm like, uh, were you like, was, was that because you, the, these people were there tabling for, for a local group, um, a local vegan group. Do you know um, who, like, where did those chickens come from? Who, who did they belong to? Oh, I'm not sure. Whoever did the pony rides. Because I'm just curious, like, was it, I don't know. I just guess I'm just curious, like, in deciding to, you know, quote unquote, liberate these birds, did, did these people know, like, what these birds' life was? Like, where, where are these, where did these birds come from? Right. Not, not that I'm saying that, you know, not to get into semantics or whatever but like how do you know well and also so on the they were there so what bothered me and what i mentioned to you is i mean first of all that's just kind of nuts because what were you then going to do with them mm-hmm. because the reality of that is you how how often have we heard that sanctuaries are like pretty full to max capacity oh, sure so especially with birds what do you chickens you kind of have to have somewhat of a plan on what you're going to do like when mm-hmm. we were rescuing or trying to rescue then successfully that um rooster mm-hmm. we were calling and emailing places and like you know wh- can you take this rooster can you do this like did these people do mm-hmm. that i'm inclined to say no because it kind of seemed like it was a rash decision right. to do this i don't necessarily know um again i'm just basing this off of what was put out on the interwebs so right but you know my problem was that you know, these people are, are representing a group in public right. that is there to educate people and does a really good job. Mm-hmm. I know that you've run that same table in the past and that it was very successful to get through to people. But then, like, what happens if someone's like, oh, wow, now th- now this member of the group is off there, like, you know, running away with animals. Right. That seems like it might be a little bit much, whereas, like, other members I know went up to the the people running the pony rides and the petting zoo and was like, hey, like, can you see that the animals are, you know, in the yeah. sun and they don't have water? Like, that person was using education, which I think Correct. is the better way to do it. Correct, yeah. Um, because I think you run into, too, I mean, there's, um, any time I've ever driven up to Boston Spa, I'm sure you've seen the same thing on, I don't know if it's Route 50 or whatever mm-hmm. that, you know what I'm talking about, that big, the house that's set back and there's all those chickens mm-hmm. and there's like the sign for free range chickens or eggs or what have you. Mm-hmm. Every single time I've driven past that farm, I'm always like, oh, let's go liberate some chickens. But the thing is, is it's almost kind of selfish to think that those chickens would be better with me who knows nothing about chicken care, who has no mm-hmm. idea what I'm going to do with those chickens. I'm just taking them because I think that's what's right. Mm-hmm. When, seemingly I don't know it's like I don't know it's another one of those things because obviously you know their fate in a situation like that but is their fate with me better I don't know that it is you know what I mean yeah do you know what I mean well because like I've always said I want to adopt a chicken Mm -hmm. or chickens and I definitely want to but like before I do it exactly I would do my research I would learn like what to do I mean I just I don't know. It's I guess it's the same 
I, I, it's the entitlement of stealing anything, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That thinking that you are entitled to do that, regardless of if you have the best of intentions or you think you're doing the right thing. The entitlement that comes with taking something that does not belong to you, mm-hmm. I guess, is inherently something I have an issue with. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? It'd be a whole other thing. If you did something like our friend Ashley, who approached somebody and was like, can I have one of these chickens? Mm-hmm. Will you surrender this chicken to me? Mm-hmm. You know, that's a whole other song and dance mm-hmm. than just going in and taking something that does not belong to you. Mm-hmm. Because then you're you're doing something through advocacy. You're being responsible. You're doing something planned and scheduled. And again, responsibly. You're not just like, I'm taking this. And, you know, like, I would love to know more about, you know, Ashley doing that. And, like, did she explain why she wanted? She has told chickens? me the story. Um, I regrettedly don't remember the whole thing. We should have her on the podcast, though. So maybe someday because, she'll like, tell us. What but... are you also, you know, I hate to say it like this, too. But what are you going to gain? Because if, that, if you were successful in taking that person's chickens. They're just going to get more chickens. Right. They're not going right. to learn any sort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they're they just going to get more. They're not right. going to know why. Yeah. Yeah. The story with Ashley is a little mm. different. Um, And maybe she can reach out and correct me if I'm if this is not right. But she um, I vaguely remember she said that she was with a friend and they drove past a property that had a lot of chickens or a few uh, uh, more than one at least chickens on the property and the one that they saw looked sickly and that was the one that she knocked on the door I believe and asked can I will you surrender this chicken to me and the couple was hesitant and wouldn't surrender that chicken to her um, Mm -hmm. but would surrender Asa who ended up being Ashley's chicken would surrender that one so Ashley said okay and that's how that went. I don't remember any of the other details mm-hmm. of that or really the situation, but I know that it was like a like a people who had a bunch of backyard hens type situation. Yeah. But again, like it's very different, I think, to say, "Hey, I see you have these chickens here. Will you maybe surrender one to me because I see that they're not being in the best care and I would like to help you with that." Versus just going in and taking something that does not belong to you. And to your point, now these people are just going to go out and get more mm-hmm. and put more chickens in this horrible situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, and it, maybe it's what, a and clusterfuck no matter what way you spin it. It all sucks. Yeah. Oh, but God, yeah. at the end of the day, I, I advocate for responsible activism, mm-hmm. for compassionate, for clear-cut education. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I don't think that anybody is going to respond to stolen chickens versus a conversation about why maybe you should let me help you help this chicken. Mm-hmm. You know? I um and responsible activism and just the education piece. Um I missed because I left the um like Facebook group because I couldn't handle the way people treat each other. I randomly go in and check it to see because, like, sometimes there's good, like, where to find food and whatever. Um, because I get really upset with sometimes the way that people treat each other on there. And there was something that happened, and I missed most of it, where someone came into the group and was like, hey, I'm, you know, trying to be vegan, this and that. And I think it was a situation of honey or something. And some militant vegan, like, jumped down their throat and made this person feel so unwelcome and, like, so... <laughs> upset 
and then turn around and the person who did the attacking posted about how, you know, it was unfair to call them militant and stuff on their own personal Facebook. Um, the person who runs the group was very, like, tried to, like, calm it down mm-hmm. um, and was like, hey, like, you know, like, everyone's welcome. Thanks for reaching out, this and that. But I just, I can't handle when you think jumping down someone's throat, stealing someone's, you know, person i would like to say member of their family but you know to them it's their property right you know those chickens are their property they are not do not get me wrong i don't think that um but to them all you're doing is stealing yeah and which you are i mean you you are are. stealing you're stealing something you're kidnapping yeah you're, you're stealing exactly what whatever it is that thing is not something that is in your life you are taking something from someone else and i'm not calling chickens a thing thing yeah but you know what I mean? Isn't that so funny though that you had to correct yourself because someone's going to listen to this it, that's possibly exactly and fucking right. jump down your throat that and be like, exactly "Oh my god, right. how dare you say something yes. when it's someone?" That's exactly right. There you go. It's exactly right. There you go. <laughs> we have to take a we have to take a pause. Yeah. You yeah. read some texts. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. So I um went and saw a house that I think belongs. Well, no, I know for a fact it belongs to a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Um. But there was a chicken, and I played with the chicken. That was mm-hmm. when the realtor pulled up. That's what I was doing. I was on the ground playing with the chicken, mm-hmm. um, who came up and said hi. Very nice. Um, and I got to, I got a little pat in. Very, very sweet. But, yeah, that was – that's the, Andy just brought up the point. What if we took that chicken? Because, you know, nice, clean household. But, like, I I have no idea. I'm convinced that the chicken lives in the house or around the house or, you know, as part of that household's family because they were very comfortable, like sitting by the door. It was like a guard yeah. chicken. It was very funny. Um, and seemingly wanted to come in. And I was like, I don't think I can let you in because I don't know if you belong here or not. And what yeah, if I yeah. let a chicken into someone's <laughs> house that doesn't belong there? Because <laughs> these people were still living there. Yeah. Um, But like at the same token, you know, I couldn't see any, you know, like chicken wasn't wearing a house diaper or right. or any of those things. I couldn't didn't see a food bowl. So what if I took it upon myself to say, like, this chicken isn't being taken care of. I'm going to steal this chicken. Right. What if they did right. belong to that family and the food bowl was in the cupboard or like, right. you know, or what if the family, they're vegetarian, not vegan, so that, you know, they do eat that chicken's eggs. But like, I'll tell you what, that chicken looked, you know, pretty. I'm not a vet. Right. But like looked healthy, was yeah. friendly towards humans, so at least it's treated well in that way. Yeah. It was comfortable on the house, you know, on the porch. Um, because I'm part of the Vegans with Chickens Facebook group, I couldn't tell any visible like issues with their backside. These are things I could probably identify now. Yeah. I'm for part sure. of that group even though I don't own a chicken. For sure, for sure. So and see, now I'm scared that I just said own a chicken. That's so yeah, I know. Honestly, though. But that's what I'm talking about is like the the what I personally feel is extreme and deters people from embracing veganism, mm-hmm. that it, it makes it this unattainable thing because you have to bear in mind all of this terminology and all of this. You have to change your whole mindset and be you know what I mean? And of course, you should be aware and open minded and all of that. But I don't think that you should be condemned for your, you know, what somebody feels is incorrect word usage or for putting honey in your tea or for mm-hmm. not wanting to attend a protest or not mm-hmm. wanting to attend a um, 
what do you call it? Like when like um, direct action everywhere goes in and liberates mm-hmm. animals from slaughterhouses all the time, which I I would put on another level from just straight up stealing someone's chickens, right? Because they at least have a plan. But it's still like I don't know, you know. Um, when it's weird because you know I would I would go in theory to a direct action. There's I know there's that whole thing with the it doesn't have to specifically be direct right. action but like an organization like one of, of those sorts. yeah correct i would go i would go to one of those like a liberation know, a liberation i would absolutely do that but like my preferred i like you know i like what horse racing wrongs yeah um horse racing wrongs does um at saratoga racetrack they're peaceful protests they hold up exactly. signs and they have leaflets to hand out and you know they the most they do is say like, hey, would you like to hear more about you yeah. know this? And that's what they kind of do when they use education. And they they actively say like, do not get aggressive with people, do not start with people, don't fight with people. We're here to mm-hmm. peacefully protest. And I would argue that Nicole is one of, if not the most effective animal advocate in the area. Oh, she is for sure. Yeah, because she, I mean, she does everything through compassion. Mm-hmm. She's meeting people where they're at. She's doing everything through education. She doesn't attack anybody. She's really great at diffusing situations. Everybody and should. And baking. <laughs> <laughs> and cooking in general. That's right. Um, and she's doing local food demos. I know. Which I, I think is so go. cool. I know. And I, that, you know, it's kind she's of. She's making it like, attainable. That's yes. the whole thing. She's taking this thing that is like probably pretty scary to a lot of people because you you really are changing so much sure. of your life in going vegan because it it just encompasses so much and then you do kind of fall into the trap of oh well crap I didn't realize being vegan meant I had to think about this too and then it just opens up all these things but she takes all these things and just makes it so attainable and it's like oh this is kind of easy I can go hang out with cool people and peacefully protest something that I'm feeling not great about oh I can make this really easy tofu dish like she just makes things so easy and practical and what what's funny is what bothers me the most is that people don't seem to learn from her because some of these people that, you know, we reference as mm-hmm. being kind of the very crazy or more extreme activists go to these peaceful protests. And in, it seems like instead of learning, mm-hmm. like how to educate and meet people where they are, some of those people are the ones who then turn around mm-hmm. and are aggressive with people. Now, mm-hmm. keep in mind what's interesting is this is usually all on the Internet. Oh, for sure. People are internet warriors. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Internet warriors is a very real thing. I mean, like I said, I don't think any of those people would straight up say to Kat Von D's face, you're not a real vegan because you're having a child. How dare you? Mm -hmm. No one's going to say that to her face, you know? That was really cool. So, like, she's in the same group that I'm not, I don't follow. I'm still part of it. I don't follow. Right, same. And it's just talking about, because someone asked uh, Jell like an outpolished question was like, here's what's cruelty free. And like, there's no actual like gelatin in this and this and that. And it's just, her wording is always so good. She's great. Whereas, you know, some other people could be like, well, why don't you know, like, or you shouldn't be using nail polish because I don't know. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Lord only knows. It's beauty and 
beauty and self-care isn't vegan because then you're going to be attractive and people are going to want to procreate with you and you can't have kids because you're vegan that's right can't breed and that's right no breeders yeah if you have painted toes someone's going to want to have sex with you i don't know that's that's right i don't know how they feel if your nail polish is chipped though oh god andy just did a weird thing you missed it i do have hope for people though do you um yeah where does it come from uh things like when i went to the last pig Mm-hmm. Again, because I just felt like crying. Yeah, because you're a little bit of a masochist. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's one of the best things I've ever seen for in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably always will be. But I went again and there was, first of all, I have to shout out Kristen. Hey, Kristen. Because there's someone in that went there because of oh, us. right. And I like freaked out. I hope I wasn't too weird. I mean, like, more than normal. I, I feel like people have a good gauge on how odd I am based on this. But when she was like, right. are you from there? I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Hi. And I did. I said I was like, I'm dead. I'm dead now because I was just so excited um, because our, our talking about it had her go. Um, but afterwards, there was a long discussion. And that's happened. It was what the first time we saw it, it was like an hour and a half. Was so long. Yeah. It was probably about that, if not a little longer. Um, maybe closer to two hours that people talk and it was so good back yeah. and forth about what people noticed and this and that and what gave me um the most joy were the children. Yeah. There was one person who is a sophomore who um is, you know, plant based and in her school talks about it and she oh man. Oh man, she talked about a lab that she had to do that was Meet a moo, I think it was called. Um, asking where um cows get their protein and then where humans get their protein. And so she answered from plants. Mm-hmm. And the teacher marked her quite her answer wrong. And she went up and was like, But they do. They get it, everyone yeah. gets it from plants. And she was like, No, humans get it from cows, cows get it from plants. Did she like fight it? I think so, yeah. And um she her dad was also there and wow. it was it was so nice. He stood up and he was like, Hey, I'm one of the people what? And mom. But dad was the one that stood up and was like, I'm the one who like I'm a convert and you know, we have <laughs> we have names for like chicken and stuff like that in our house. What is it? Frickin' and stuff because fake chicken. That's it was so like nice. It made me so happy. Yeah. Um I'd love to like figure out if we could ever interview her and her family because I think yeah. that was so cool. But there's also a a fella and his son who were sitting towards the back and this kid kept raising his hand and just saying the funniest, best things. Like, why would we see pigs like that? Like these really funny, obvious things, but it was just such like it really lit my heart up because it was just a kid. Like, and he was younger. I mean, ugh, I'm not great with ages. Maybe 11, 12, 13. Maybe uh, somewhere in there. Say 11 to 13 range. Yeah, preteen. But like preteen kid who was like, why would we do that? That's yeah. stupid. And I was like, good yeah, for kid. you. And it just made me, because these are like, that's our future. And those kids are the ones that are, you know, fighting their labs, you know. Yeah. You know, just using just education and just going to documentaries and seeing stuff like that. And that made me really, really happy. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you know, um, uh, like I was saying to you before, we went to Spinner's last night, and I'll talk more about my food experience at the end, but in terms of like things that give you hope, uh, uh, that that place has a full and extensive vegan menu. So there's got to be a demand, right? When Whenever Joey puts out this the list of all the places who have who carry their seitan now and I go and look at the menus all these places around here spinners there's a place up in Glens Falls like all these places that have these crazy extensive not just one option vegan menus it's like the it, things are just exploding you know mm-hmm. like there really is a change coming I was actually talking to Mike about that last night and even he was like yeah I think we're gonna see like a huge shift mm-hmm. because there's people like you know in our age range who are vegan and who are going to have children and raise them vegan. And then there's these people, to your point, the 11, 12, Mm 13-year-olds who, when they grow up, are going to have children and raise them vegan. So that tipping point that we always talk about, that 10% tipping point is like, it's coming. It's it's on its way, man. Mm -hmm. And, And to our original point of this conversation... I just think that things like really great discussions after a documentary night, a really great vegan pizza, a really funny vegan podcast, just Yay. like certain things are going to be more effective in changing people's minds than aggression, than aggression and I finger just, wagging I and name calling and the like. I just if it turns me off and I'm already a vegan, I'm already a convert. I already believe in this right um what's it doing to people that don't that aren't there yet right you know i do so i do um what else you got um i don't know more shout outs and food talk about the good stuff now yeah um Shout out. Well, yeah, because I already shouted out Kristen. And we can shout out Kiki. Yeah, I'm so excited about that. Me too, because um, she's going to feed us. Yeah, Kiki, by the time you hear this episode, I will have written you back. But thank you for your um, email and offering to feed us. I think you were, were you doing something important? We were both at work. <laughs> <laughs> um, so probably you weren't doing anything important. It was just work. <laughs> um... I think you actually, yes, you were on the phone with your boss. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When you, like, exploded. When I, like, I checked my email and I was like, oh, I made a very audible, scary noise yes. Um, seeing the email. It really makes our day when anyone emails us and reaches out to us and just says, hey, or I listen to the podcast, or you guys are funny. Please tell us we're funny. Right. Um, Any of those things. And then if you say that you're going to feed us even better. Then you're our new best friend. Right. So I'm very excited about that. So thank you for reaching out. Me too, because we found her on Instagram. It looks so good. Everything you make looks so good. I know. So I'm not saying you have to send a lot, but like. I mean. If you do. We really like to eat. Yeah. And actually go look her up on Instagram. We can share her Instagram handle. Yeah, let's do it. I'm going to look her up right now. Um, Because I don't know why it's just vegan in wyoming at vegan in wyoming i was gonna say because i don't know why you would travel to wyoming but if you do no i think (laughs) that's important that's super important to to know because i don't know people go through wyoming i assume 
Getting somewhere. Yeah, going somewhere. Yeah. Um, and that's a really cool thing is that she is the first all vegan place in the friggin' state of in Wyoming. The state of Wyoming. Like that's a huge we think we're cool by being one of a billion podcasts. Right. Like imagine being the person in Wyoming. She's it, yeah. Um, but I think they went to yeah, they went to um culinary school in New York, right? The Natural Gourmet mm-hmm. Institute in New York. So yep. I'm very excited to um some ta- to taste some treats. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, getting late. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if I had a baked good right now, I'd be a little bit more alert. Yeah. But it's okay. It's coming. Um, it's on so its way. Go follow her. <laughs> and tell yeah, her we said so hi. Um yeah, go follow her. Tell her the V spot sent you. Yeah. Maybe it'll get us more Everybody treats. Everybody buy <laughs> a plane ticket to Wyoming solely so that you can go. <laughs> maybe we can, maybe Kiki can tell us something else to do in Wyoming. Yeah, Kiki, hiking? what else can we do in Wyoming? Is there something to hike? I bet there's really pretty places in Wyoming, right? Gotta be like mountains, <laughs> can right? You, can you name a city in Wyoming? I can, the one that she lives in. Other than that? <laughs> um, it isn't oh no that's Wisconsin. <laughs> I was gonna say it isn't Green Bay in Wyoming, but that's Wisconsin. No, that's not close. No. So uh, no, I can't. <laughs> but now we have a friend there, and she can yeah. tell us everything. Yeah. That we need to know. Yeah. And feed us. Yeah. Um. Any other shout outs? Not alienating. Cheyenne is the largest city in Wyoming. Oh. Mm-hmm. Of how many people? I don't know, but um, I don't know. That's just what comes up. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um. So since we're fooding, what food? Oh, I've got a lot of food, I think, to talk about. Um, I have, like, two things. I have quite a few. I went, I mean, I went to Orlando with, um, for work, and then I went to Savannah with Casey. So I've got, um, uh, I went to, I'm trying to think if there was anything before that, though. I don't, I don't think so. Um, So we went to Market on South in Orlando, Florida, where they have, um, there's two little establishments in there. One is called Dixie Dharma, and I got... Oh, my God. The most delicious food. I got a fried green tomato sandwich from there, and it was on Texas toast, and it was so good. I've been, like, dreaming about it ever since. <laughs> I'm, like, salivating now. Um, it was so – it was just so good. Um, and I we also got, like, little mac and cheese sides. I got buffalo mac and cheese. Casey said that it was too hot for her to eat, but I thought it was delicious. <laughs> Was so I didn't good. know Casey had that gentle of a well, little mouth. Well, what's interesting is um, the mac and cheese, the buffalo mac and cheese that I got at Dixie Dharma was like too much for her. Mm-hmm. But then we went to Fox and Fig in Savannah, which, oh my God, not only is their food so good, but it's so pretty. They, like, I their, saw the pictures. Their, yeah, their display is just out of this world. Um, but she got seitan wings from there and mm-hmm. I couldn't eat them. And she just she had no problem. I could not eat them. I was hmm. like, "This is," I I had took one bite and was like, the, it, "They're so hot, I couldn't eat them." Sounds but really she had no good. problem. So I don't know. 
Um, but we got a cheese platter from Fox and Fig, and it had um, some different Miyoko's on it. And then um, they it had a um, they called it uh, what was it? Oh, it was like a it was they called it Fig salami. It didn't taste anything like right. a meat substitute. Right. It just looked like one because mm-hmm. of the way it was cut and everything but it was so good mm. so good on like little crostinis and stuff um but also just to backtrack for one second right next to dixie dharma in market on south is Val- they have a little valkyrie donuts location and they had a lot of baked goods and stuff and casey got a churro donut and i got a little cheesecake which i had for breakfast the next morning and it was like one of the best cheesecakes i've ever had in my life um so it was insane so that was our Orlando experience. And then Fox and Fig uh, in Savannah, which we went to twice because it just was so good. And mm-hmm. we needed to just eat our way through the menu. Um, and then we went to um, the Sentient Bean, which is a coffee place I've been to a couple times in Savannah. And they, I believe, are completely vegetarian. They're not vegan, but they had their, they had like a homemade. Clever name. I know, right? <laughs> they had a homemade um, coconut chia pudding parfait Ooh. thing and that was really really good and their coffee the we had some of the best coffee i've ever had in my life when we were down in savannah really? yeah aubrey told us about oh my god i've talked about jacksonville see i have so much <laughs> we, aubrey told us about um perk coffee which you can get down there and that's pretty much what they had all over savannah and it was so good just like really greatly roasted coffee i meant to buy some and bring it home and i forgot um but on our way driving from Currently Orlando, seeking a new co-host. Of <laughs> oh, I thought the you were. I thought you were reaching out to people in the South to send us Perk coffee. But I want instead, Perk coffee, and also me. I need a replacement for someone who didn't bring me Perk coffee. So if you give me Perk coffee, I'm willing to. Okay. We can work remotely. All right. Well, just like let me finish my thought, and then I'll go. <laughs> also, probably seeking new bridal party member. <laughs> Shit! Damn it! All right. Anyway. So um, we went to Jacksonville and Aubrey got us food from um, Sweet and Co. I think it was called. Um, she got us this. Oh, Sweet Theory Baking Co. That's what it was called. Sweet Theory Baking Co. She got us these little like um, breakfast sandwich things on a biscuit. It had coconut bacon and like a tofu egg. And oh, my God. God, was it so good. I ate it. I like inhaled it. And then she got us donuts that were really good. And then she took us to this um, vegan sushi place. It was just a sushi place, but it had an entirely separate vegan menu, an extensive vegan menu, pages and pages and pages of vegan sushi. I got a like a a, um, buffalo tofu sushi thing. It was so good. And we got tempeh fried rice. It, oh, my God. Some of the best food I've had in a long time. The presentation of that was yeah, insane, too. So good. So, so, so good. Um, and then, like I said, last but not least, I went to Spinner's last night with Mike. And um, I just got a cheese pizza with um, seitan pepperoni on it. And it's all bourbon and wolf seitan. And they use Violife cheese, which was delicious. Um, but Mike got, they have a sandwich called the Chicky, which is essentially by description, it sounds just like the wing burger at Bourbon and Wolf, mm-hmm. but it's like lettuce and tomato versus like their coleslaw thing at Bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can get like whatever kind of sauce you want on your seitan or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he got it, the seitan patty, it's like much thinner and it's like kind of slices rather than a patty. Mm. It is so good. Really? Yeah. I hesitate to like compare. But like, <laughs> it's all Joey Satan, so it's fine. But 
this sandwich is so good. Really? So good. Yeah, the th- like the the thinness of it was really really great. It just was really good. Maybe we should get that. It was very good. Two tomorrow. And their menu is so extensive. They've got a lot of really great options. What if we got three things tomorrow and I'll split? There's three of us. Let's do it. One pizza, one sub, and one yeah. something else. Let's do it. Split it. We'll do it. That sounds great. It's it's their their stuff was so good. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah. I highly, highly recommend. I'm excited to try it. Yeah. They do like a, a Monday night. Maybe we can do it some night when we podcast. They do a Monday night um, chicken parm family dinner. Mm. And there's like a $5 off coupon for it on Monday nights. Maybe we can do that sometime. Done. So good. And they use Violife. Yep. Which I cannot tell the gen pop enough how excited I am yeah. about that. Because I just, I don't cheese on mm-hmm. pizza because Daya. Yeah. Sorry. But. So good. No, no. That's really cool. Yeah. What food do you have? Um, Man, I feel like I may have been forgetting things. But to be perfectly honest, we've been doing a lot of cooking at home in general lately, which has been really fun. I can't stop eating. I, I told Andy the other day, I texted him, like, slightly stir-fried slash steamed tofu and veggies over rice. Done. Yeah. Like, squash, peppers, good. tofu over rice. For some reason, and pour like a little bit of what is it, ponzu sauce? It's mm-hmm. like um, yeah. an orange citrus soy sauce. Yeah, I can't stop eating it. That it's so good. good. Um, so we've been doing a lot of cooking from home, but like as far as oh, I mean the Beyond sausages, I finally mm-hmm. had them. Um, I was terrified. Andy was cooking them, and he's like, ah, it's it's like juice, it's oozing, and I'm like, Ugh. and it smelled like it, yeah. and I was I kept a safe distance because I didn't really want to look at it. Yeah. And we had it was it's so good. I know. So fucking good. I mean, I know it's kind of pricey, um, you know, compared to tofu and, right. and veggies over rice. Right. It's definitely expensive, but it's so good. And then I took Lauren's idea and chopped it up and put it um over pasta. Ooh, yeah. With like sauce and and mushroom, I think was in there. Yeah. Yes. Cause we actually took the pepper, onion, sausage, and mushroom, put it in sauce over pasta. Oh, that sounds good. <gasps> Um, and it is still sold out. Apparently, Honest Weight is carrying them too. Really? I keep reading that. I know that Honest Weight has the Beyond Burger, but I haven't. I mean, I also haven't been to Honest Weight in quite some time. Apparently, um, that's what rumor has it. Interesting. But no matter what, I I have been going. So we had the sweet Italian. I have been going to Whole Foods every single day, yeah. <laughs> looking for the other kinds, and they're still sold out. I really wish that. Um, like other grocery stores, ShopRite, Price Shopper, Hannaford. I wish that they would start carrying the Beyond stuff. They have. Some of them have. I have never. I know people say that say ShopRite it. has it, but I have never seen Beyond Burger. And one Price ShopRite. Shopper, I think. I've never seen it. So yeah. if somebody out there knows of a grocery store that's not Whole Foods or or Honest Weight that carries the Beyond stuff, please let me know. Because I don't live in Albany anymore. And it's a real pain in the butt to have to come and get certain things because they're only at Whole Foods and Honest Weight. I've like got most of my grocery shopping down to just a grocery store. To be fair, she does work in Albany though, so it's not I know, that but much. Like, I'm just saying it's also. But he, here's the thing though, and I know you're going to back me up on this because we talk about it all the time. If I go into Honest Weight, oh, you drop a hundred dollars. <laughs> if I go into Honest yeah. Weight for one eight dollar item, I'm coming out eighty dollars later. Oh yeah, and I'll have four things. Right. So right. Yes. This can't is true. have it. I cannot. I cannot. I argue have. With that. 
to pl- I have a wedding to plan and pay for. <laughs> I cannot. It's, I cannot I be spending eighty dollars. No. no. On groceries. No, this is very true. Which <laughs> it's funny. We started cooking more even before that, but now it's definitely like, you know, crunch time. Do you think that you'll get like wedding presents from listeners? I would die. Because it's over a year away. So like maybe by then people Let's will just like mention us it enough. every episode. <laughs> the future Mrs. Silent Producer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Only presents for you because Silent Producer doesn't speak. So how's anybody going to know what he likes? That's right. I like food. <laughs> so that's cool. <laughs> and cats anything cat related it also yeah. is also good yeah um <laughs> andy said i like quiet <laughs> oh man what if i just stop the pot what if i just lose my voice after i get married all of a sudden i just stop talking never gonna happen it's fine it'll be me like dictating i'll i'll come up with like a voice to read your, the teleprompter that has your words on it that's fair yeah um let's see what else are food oh super excited though farmers markets are back outside yay so do that oh and superior merchandise co duh always oh my god they have a black do you like sesame uh depends sometimes they have a black sesame latte Ooh, i would like that which is really fucking good um the uh every so this is our like a little saturday thing as we go to the market because i always close on saturdays yeah which is actually love that because we go to the market and then we go get avocado toast Mm -hmm. and coffee it Mm -hmm. is very like vegan to be honest carrying my toad around with like (laughs) green garlic sticking out of the sides of it um but it's so good and i can't talk enough about it and matthew is the best because he knows his shit and he i like that he's always like he last saturday was like this is becoming a routine and we're like yeah hey great um so he's really cool and i always like a place that has good food but good atmosphere yeah you cannot discount that um and then jim's tasty freeze mm-hmm. out in del mar yep has soft serve ice cream really yes soft serve um vanilla almond milk oh. ice cream so you can get they have dole whip and so you can get dole whip or just vanilla or nice. a twist <gasps> Shit. Their waffle cones are vegan. Oh wow! Their sprinkles are vegan. Oh, um, and they have a whole. They have like Oreos. They have a whole bunch of. Um, I Toppings. think they have chocolate sauce. Wow. They have a lit. So what happened is we went there once, and um, the one girl wasn't like, I don't think she knew about those, or maybe they didn't have it yet. Um, but second time around, when Andy and I went back, I asked uh, what toppings were vegan, or I think I asked about something specific. And the girl went, okay, hold on a second. Went in the back and had, they have a list. And they just oh, pulled wow. and they were like, here it is, which was a lot better because there was enough stuff. Yeah. Um, and it was the coolest thing ever. Like I told Andy, I was like, I don't feel like I'm lacking. Every single day, I'm amazed at the delicious food I get to eat. That's what I mean. Like, it's there's so much. And I feel like for and our area. Only getting more. Jesus, too, I know. You know what I mean? If you think about like even a year ago. There wasn't even it didn't it didn't even touch what we have now. And like little places like Jim's Tasty Freeze isn't like uh, Stewart's. So right. like Stewart's doesn't have vegan ice cream or right. anything. But a, a small place that's been around for like a billion years right. has the soft serve ice cream and like the waffle cones and stuff. I got to have a waffle cone and sprinkles. It was my mind was blown. I was just so happy, and it was like oh, it was so tasty. 
Um, I think that's it for food. Do it. Yeah, there's a lot of places we have to try. Though. I was literally just gonna uh, say we need to go on a date to the shop because every time the shop posts the their, impossible their, stuff, the stuff they're doing with the impossible burger, like the impossible meatloaf, it and truly like all is the impossible. I know. I'm like. All the vegan stuff they're doing over there is wild. So we need to go on a date to the shop. Mm-hmm. And we should go on a date up to Glens Falls mm-hmm. and go to Rock Hill Bakery, which is what I just sent to Andy. They just redid their menu, right? Yes. And it looks really good. I was looking at it on Facebook before. Um, and they it looks like they've got a lot of really good stuff. Yes, we should do it. So much Let's stuff. do it. Um, yeah, Rock Hill Bakehouse. They've got... Um, uh buffalo seitan burger um they've got the seitan wings and it's all i'm pretty sure it's all bourbon and wolf um grilled teas which is a vegan grilled cheese um with chef made vegan pesto and olive oil it doesn't say what cheese they use so i don't know but they've got a philly seitan um they've got a garden sandwich with like hummus and vegetables um and like some salads and stuff like that um they just have, like, this whole menu that looks really good. And I'm just like, what is going on? Glens Falls, New York. Crazy, crazy. Did your cat just say mom? That sounded like it, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's weird because it sounded like it came from the head. Like, I didn't, like, yeah. just the way it sounded sounded very odd. Yeah. Okay. Or it might be the ghost. I heard it, too. Mom? Okay. That time I heard it out in the in the natural world. <laughs> but it still sounded like your cat said mom. Yeah, that's fits. He does that. All right. He's the one I force to cuddle with me most often because he's so soft. He has little bunny fur. Anyways. Um, yeah. I guess that's a wrap. Um, if you want to hear us more and can't wait for another week's episode, you could go listen to old episodes again. Do it. You know, maybe pick up things, pick up on some things, correct us. Nobody's corrected us yet, and I know we've said things that are bullshit. Oh, yeah, for sure, all the time. We're just going to keep doing it unless someone sets us right. Yeah. But do it nicely. Don't be an asshole. (laughs) Um, I have have big feelings, so be careful with me. Yeah. Um, But uh, you can go to thevspot.fm and do that. Find us. Social media us. Every time Andy, I think, is threatened to stop like getting notifications from our Instagram because we have a lot of people that hit like like our pictures and it gets really exciting for me um do you ever I don't know if you ever see when I accidentally like our pictures as the vSpot podcast and then immediately unlike it and like it as you and then like it as me yeah <laughs> yep I have seen that mm-hmm. um I'm like oh shit <laughs> Uh, so go do that and rate, review, and subscribe us. You know, I was thinking the other day I saw a podcast that has like almost 1,000 rates and a whole bunch of reviews. And I'm like, this podcast is not that great. So how do they get so many? Yeah. So tell your guys. friends. Hit a, hit a button. Hit that five-star button. You're a star. And we're five stars. Uh, <laughs> be a star. Be a star. Give us five stars. That's right. That's right. Um, Thanks in advance. And review us. Yeah. Say how funny we are. Yeah. Let everyone else know. And then. It helps people find us if you do all those things. Oh, yeah. It does. So please do it. If you want to expose us. Yeah. Tell your friends, but also tell your friends through or tell like you're not tell like strangers through Mm -hmm. the rating and the reviewing and the subscribing. 
Because it helps, it helps us become more popular and helps people find us. So mm-hmm. do us a solid. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, and head to the soundbite, too. Yep. The soundbite. Well, not the soundbite. Soundbite.fm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is no the. Mm-mm. But uh, head there. Listen to other stuff. We have a network. We're cool. Yeah. That's it. All right. I feel like I was missing something. I know. No. Probably not. That's it. There's always next week. Yep. Yeah. Let's do the it. The week after that. And the week after that. This is like so much fun. Also, <laughs> also, thank you for that. I realized too. I'm like, this is a job. Because like we can't not do But this. in like the best sense. But in the best way. Yeah. Well, because you have a job. It isn't like if you enjoy it, you never work a day in your life. Isn't yeah, there isn't like that funny? That thing? Like things like jobs or you know, like obligation or like any of those terminologies like inherently sound negative. Mm-hmm. But why? Because this is an obligation, but in like the best sense. Because usually obligations are not. Right. Like if I'm obligated to do something, I'm not enjoying it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But right, we right. are not. But this rules. Because we like you. That's right. And you're a special snowflake. Okay. That's all I got. Are you going to throw up? No, I was going to burp. And I didn't want to do it in the, in the microphone. Now everyone won't rate, review, and subscribe. Oh, no, they will. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we're going to get more. Maybe if we do stuff like that, we'll get more. Yeah, maybe people are into it. These filthy, filthy people talking mm. to me and burping in my ear. Okay. We could chew bananas. People hate that. The sound what? of chewing bananas. That would what also... does that sound like? Go get a banana. <laughs> I do have bananas. It sounds really good. I can't cr- think it's of like what that even sounds like. like. Really? Yeah. I mean, if you chew with your mouth open, but then again, if you chew with your mouth open, it's just gross in general. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. Save it for the mukbang. <laughs> Someday when we have a Patreon, that's yep. what you people get. <laughs> okay. Right. Ready? Yep. Uh, do you hear like the... Like the creaking of the button going down when you... Is a little, that... yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Bye. Bye. <laughs>